absolutely wild as Fern Gagne's all-star wrestling goes coast to coast and continent to continent. The greatest wrestlers in the world. He may be an apprentice carpenter, but I guarantee you he is a seasoned ring veteran. I've been hit with bar stools, bar rags, bar maids. I'm talking to you! They're scared that Hulkamania is still running wild. I got a big fat wife and nine kids at home, and I gotta feed them. And take a look at Jesse the body in real life. Open your hand once if you would. You want to see it? (laughs) This is absolutely unbelievable. Totally, completely out of control. He's coming in over the top. Hey, look out! New Year, same fantastic intro. Welcome into 2024, everybody. It is AWA Unleashed episode number 100. It is the preeminent episode of the preeminent podcast about the preeminent territory, which is the American Wrestling Association. I'm going to bring in the two preeminentest co-hosts. That's Mick Karch and Joe Chupik. Guys, I am starting out by expanding my vocabulary. The new word is preeminentist. That's that's good. And I'm sure that by the end of 2024, there'll be probably another 8, 10, you know, additions to that. And, uh, and, and it's good. It's all good because you nailed it. We are it. We are the be-all, end-all. Aren't we, boys? Aren't we that or something like that? Well, I'm just happy that it's preeminent and not preempted. Well, That's that well, well, it, it, it could, but we're not going to get preempted by anything. But I will say we are kicking off 2024 with a bang, right? I mean, we want to have good vibes. Yeah. It, I'm buckled in. You better buckle in, man, because today is a fucking party. And it's yeah. going to be, there's, there's one person that I think of when we talk about a party. And I think you guys know exactly where we're going with it. But before we do that. We've got some brand new things, some some announcements we need to make. Number one, do you want me to talk about it, guys? Or do you? Oh, you want me? You're the guy. Okay. Well, I was hoping I would have given it to you because I wasn't sure what I was going to say. Okay. Well, I guess first of all, what's new? What's new? Yep. Hey, (laughs) we have got an exclusive membership tier, you guys. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put the picture up here, and what it is is if you guys want to uh, become even more involved with AWA Unleashed. We've got some exclusive tiers, some exclusive packages that we've got for you. And it's $2.99 a month and $4.99 a month. We got two brand new uh, ways that you get exclusive content. You can see right there. You get access to the podcast a day early. We're going to do these, you know, these watch-alongs that we were talking about. We're going to do those. And you're going to have access to those. And we are going to send you a personalized letter, a thank you. Uh, with an AWA Unleashed sticker, plus we'll uh, pay a little bit more in the $4.99 you see right there. You also get a uh, a live chat, a uh, a special members-only live chat with us uh, once a month. So we do have some fun things, and you can sign up via YouTube. So if you're looking to, to kind of become a, a little bit more exclusive, a more exclusive part of the AWA Unleashed Army, right there, there it is. Uh, so we've got that. And then number two, guys, we've had people that have been asking for a little bit bigger line of merchandise. And you see Polish Joe has got the uh, 
the old uh, AWA Unleashed hoodie that's got his his gimmick up there in the uh, in the hoodie. Other side. There you go. Yeah. See the side that I'm doing. Follow along. Follow along. Yeah. we've been doing it for four and a half minutes man and it's already no but uh we do have it and it's at t public i'm gonna put the banner up here you guys because you guys are really gonna like this okay so uh i'm gonna put it up there and if you're looking for hats shirts mugs phone cases anything and it's not just the logo it's a preeminent t-shirt literally has the word preeminent with us on it uh we've got the old uh, beetle style shirt we've got just a lot of cool things so i'm really excited about that and we wanted you guys we wanted to provide this to you guys and i feel like we finally got it there did i what did i get way, everything in oh what a way to kick off 2024 the, the, the membership deal i think is fantastic I know that uh, there are some people that would love to do the watch-alongs and the private chats with us. Mm-hmm. And likewise, go back at you. And this is going to be fun stuff. And T Public, my God, what a great website that is. And to be hooked up with them with the uh, Unleashed merchandise is fantastic. So things are already taken off in a big way for our podcast. We're AWA Unleashed Squared, only getting better and bigger. Yeah. Did you just throw a math reference out there? Two plus two is five. I'm already over. It's, what? It's okay. Die. Die. All right. Well, be, let's uh, enough of the uh, enough with the math class. Enough with the math class, dude. I don't do math. Okay. That's why I'm in the. That's why I'm in the communication, the radio, and the podcasting business. <laughs> uh, before we get to our guest, guys, I know that Mick, you've got one more thing that uh, uh, you've got a you've got a shout out here. You know, we we talked so much in 2023 about how many people we were losing from the wrestling community. And uh, yet another, uh, this was uh, not a wrestler, but a longtime fan for 34 years. He was a wrestling historian. He was uh, a a very, very consistent presence on Facebook. Uh, lived out in Denver, Colorado, and that's uh, my friend, the friend to a lot of people on the internet, Bob Verhey. And Bob, uh, just out of the blue, passed away uh, just a few days ago. And uh, I message with Bob virtually every day, every single day, and up to including the day that he passed, he was online chatting with people, you know, just a few hours ahead. So, uh, Bob, thanks for the memories. It was great talking wrestling with you, and fly high, my friend. Wanted to give a little bit of a moment of silence there for your uh, for your friend there, Mick. Okay, well, there's uh, I guess there's no real way to make the transition, but I will say our guest now is someone that we've all got a connection to. Uh, number one, when I came into the AWA uh, and I kind of discovered it, it was really the lasting feud that I remember was the one that involves our guest today. And it was one that made me say, holy shit. And it's really one of the, it's one of the bright spots of the last days of the AWA. We talked about the team challenge series uh, a few weeks ago. I feel like the individual that we've got today 
was part of one of the last bright spots of the AWA. And I know Mick, uh, we're going to know if he found out that you basically ran the AWA out of business because of mentioning his name. And Joe, I know you've got some stories. So who am I going to turn it over, man? Because it's time to get this party started. Absolutely. I, I want to grab this one because we get so many messages and requests from people for specific guests. And I don't think anybody gets more attention and people asking for this guy to appear on the podcast. You never know what you're going to get. And that's what we love about him. Let's bring him out, the old Midnight Rocker himself, Marty. MJ, hey, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, uh, MJ in the house. Let me tell all three of y'all something at one time. Yeah. Y'all have changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, no shit. <laughs> wow. Hey, John Fogarty, though, um, that was cool, you, you know, about the guy that died. And I, I, you know, my sympathies, bro. But you know what you said, Colorado? And I, when I lived in Vegas for a little bit, it's, it's Nevada. It's not Nevada. They get mad if you say it wrong. If you say Nevada, like, get your ass. You're not from here. Get out of here. <laughs> not one well, of us. Know. You don't belong here. Yeah. They got, they got nothing else to do. But in the meantime, Marty, it is you know, pretty we, lonely. It's a lot of, you know, it's I, a lot I of said, desert. I said at the outset, Marty, and that it was a shoot, my friend. We get so many requests. When are you going to have this guy on, that guy? But Marty Janetti's name always comes to the top. Is there something about you, Marty, that we don't know? Is there something controversial about yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just, when the know. bedroom door shuts <laughs> and the lights go out. <laughs> Living after uh, midnight and rocking till the dawn. Oh, there God. it is. And there it is. I, <laughs> I mean, that, that was a, That's how Sean and I live, man. I mean, it was party, 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 this city. Party, 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 that city. Party, 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 this city. Uh, but it was the same. Every night it was the same thing. You might see that girl again next time. And if you did. Yeah, this is horrible. I shouldn't <laughs> say this, but if you did, you already been with her, so she's on the back burner because you know you can get with her. <laughs> so you uh, keep her. <laughs> well, that didn't take long. There we. <laughs> didn't even ask a question, and we're already there. I love it. I love well, it. Then, yeah, that's you know we we sped forward about fifty eight minutes. We're we're we're, we're solid. K pop uh, crazy. K-pop oh, crazy. Put it over. Put it over. That's one. Of my, that's my friend. Uh, I shouldn't have said. I was going to say one of my ladies. Uh, she one of my, I don't know what to call her, <laughs> but she's my friend. Um, and, and that's her company. And they can, they can make. She she makes. Look, I'm going to show y'all this. I shouldn't. But she can make like earrings like this. She told me not to wear it on the show, but I'm going to show it anyway. Oh. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah, Rod Van Dam loved it. I guess. <laughs> yeah, Rob, Rob's like, get me one. <laughs> hey, Joe, Marty. I think you've got uh, question number one. Yeah, okay. lined so up. you came into the AWA. It was... Hey, time out real quick. Let yeah, me ask yeah. you something. How do, y'all, how do you do the AWA? Don't Vince own that? How do yeah, y'all get around the just telling stories of the AWA. I mean, oh, okay. So you don't have to. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I saw yeah, that yeah, and I'm like, did. oh, by the way, great intro, man. What a, 
Yeah, man. I, I was looking at all my friends. You know, you know, a lot of them have died. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Marty, you came into the AWA in 1986. Um, Was it, I believe it was Sean that came up first? No, No, you came up first. No, they, what had happened was I came in from Kansas City, being Central States NWA. I went up to AWA because they offered more money. Uh, You know what was funny, man? I was, I was, I was just having fun. I was young, man. You know, I was drinking, smoking, getting high and doing all that shit. And, you know, and ladies. So I'm just having fun. I I didn't care about the paycheck. (laughs) How how old were you in 1986 when you came in? At 86, we would have been 26 or 25, 26, something like that. Uh, Yeah. And, And they, when they offered more money, I mean, I loved Harley Racing and Bob Geigel. They they the ones that own the territory. Um, I love them. I, I still do. Um, I think they're both gone now. Yes. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. But man, I, I told I had to tell Bob Geigel. I'm like, hey man, I'm, I'm going to go up here. It was my first big lesson in wrestling. Um, because you know, offer more money, so I'm, I'm going to AWA. And then they offered me a contract. And then they said, well, we could pay you 700 a week. Why didn't you tell me that shit before, bitch? Oh, <laughs> Damn it. Wow. Yeah, it had to be once you, we ain't got him now. We got to get him. We got to get him. Offer more money. Uh, damn, I could have been getting that the whole while. I didn't even care about money. All I was going to do is get drank up. <laughs> so what, what was the what was the main draw to come to Minneapolis, then, Marty? Was it the, the money? I mean, what did... I move up now because they had remember they had ESPN TV. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll get national exposure now. (laughs) I mean, I had the central states. I had uh, Kansas, uh, Missouri, Iowa, Nebraska, Arkansas, and some part of southern. You know, because we had St. Louis, which that was the good one. Um, I mean that made that made our whole damn paycheck. <laughs> we got to fuck, Topeka, Kansas. You get fifty dollars, and you go to go to St. Louis, and you get like three or four hundred. That saved the fucking week. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean they were going to. You know, first of all, ESPN TV. Second of all, now you get to go to L.A., San Francisco, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Denver, Denver, Denver is probably my favorite town uh, of all the cities. Is let's that Vern? About, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Vern a little bit. When when you first came to the AWA, Marty was Vern the guy that you dealt with, or Greg, or who Greg, Greg, mostly with? Greg. Okay. okay. Yeah, you, if you saw Vern, you were in trouble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you saw Vern a lot. Oh. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And you know what? One day he was so mad because we went through this old lock phase where he's locked, take uh, like you know, them little combination locks. I've had I've told the story a lot. Um, and Kurt, Mr. Perfect was the damn instigator. He would say, When we go to high school gyms, go by. He, here's how he said it go by and pull on every lock so several were open, <laughs> and they did. So we get two or three locks every time. If we was at a high school gym, the next day people's bags were locked to the roof. <laughs> oh, Vern, Vern got so mad when Nick Bockwinkle 
Nick, you remember Nick? Nick, oh. Nick, 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 we had to wrestle in Green Bay, and it was during the winter. Y'all know what that is. Yeah. That means, yeah, dang, nine, 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 ten feet of snow. <laughs> and and so we got there, wrestled, and then Nick, actually, this happens a lot. The main event guys sometimes want to go on fourth, right for intermission. You know, so they can get the hell out. Right? Yeah. They don't want to deal with the crowd afterwards. Then you put our sorry ass on, so we got to deal with the crowd. All right. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, <laughs> oh uh, it's cussing loud. Oh. I, well, yeah. you know, Fuck I, yes. I, oh, thank you. Thank you. That's <laughs> yeah. what, thank you, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch. No, we're, we're, we're all good. You know, but, I, yeah, go uh, ahead. Hey. Yeah, so so uh, fucking Kurt, we're we're driving. Remember now, we're going back to Minneapolis, and 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 they only ran the show because they thought we'd get in before the snow got too bad, because it was one of those. You know, it was a real okay, bad one. Yeah, sure. What the hell's that? Right here? Is that my hair? I decided. <laughs> Um, so, so Kurt, we're coming up and we see Nick's little Continental Lincoln or whatever the hell he was, battleship he was driving. We, we, we come up, Kurt goes, oh, pull up, you can pull up, I'm going to pull up, roll the window down. I was in the passenger side, Kurt was driving. Uh, I think Scott Hall was, and Sean were in the back, Michael's. Um, Scott Hall is oh, my God, that would have, uh, there's enough stories on that car ride for an hour show itself. More than that. Then and so we roll I rolled the window down and you hear this I'm like, what the fuck is that? No, how do you know his car didn't work? He goes, now look on the door. And look on the door and there's a lock. There's a lock on the door. <laughs> I bust out like we all bust out laughing. He goes, tea kettle effect. <laughs> oh my and then, and then he goes, watch this, he pulls up a little more. And poor oh. Nick, poor Nick is like this. He's in the windshield. He's, he's like that. Uh, and, and, and we pull up a little more. Remember, he left like two hours, an hour before us. And and then you look on the front of the car, his old emblem, you know, that old Lincoln. Whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lock right there. Going, dee, 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 dee. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Kurt turns the light on inside the car and is telling Nick, turn the light on, turn the light on. Nick looks over, turns turns his light on, and he's got a lock between his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. What a great story. I could just see it. I could just Oh, oh, so so Vern that's when Vern had a problem with locks because we locked everybody's shit up. <laughs> Scott Ledoux and Leon Baby Bull White, remember uh, Bam Bader? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, they didn't like each other. I was there for that. Uh, I was there when they got in an argument. And I'll tell you that real quick. Here, here we go with the stories. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah oh, oh, Leon was not very nice to the fans. And Scott Ledoux it, it was. And he saw Leon, you know, some fan get the hell away from me. And he yelled at him when he got in the car. It was me. I'm in the back seat. Leon's on this side. <laughs> Scott's on. Scott was a world champion or a world class boxer. Yes. He he bought he bought he fought eight world champions. He almost got Norton. Um, the round ended, or he would have got Norton. But that's a world class boxer. Leon White played for the L.A. Rams. 
I'm in between them, <laughs> me, right? And they're yelling at each other. Man, you signed them autographs. Now, fuck you. Now, fuck you. You ain't never beat nobody in boxing. Now, fuck you. You didn't do shit in football. Oh. <laughs> I'm in oh. the middle. Wow. <laughs> and yeah. and Kurt, Kurt turns around and goes, which one do you think is right, Marty? And I got this. <laughs> Thanks, Kurt. Yeah, uh, really, really appreciate. <laughs> oh, that. I so did. Yeah, you you can't win there. Yeah. No, I was scared to death, man. Oh, my God. but you, but you know, um, Kurt. The next day, locked their bags together, like the handle the straps, <laughs> <laughs> and they had nice bags. They weren't going to cut the strap, and they couldn't. Oh. We, you know, a lot of times we had to get somebody with a, a, a lock cutter, like the man. Uh, what do you call it? maintenance gives them you know to come cut a lot but we there wasn't one there and they would not go and cut their damn bag they're louis vuittons and shit if you get one like me bitch it don't matter just cut the strap but 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 they had to walk through the airport they hate each other and they're having to carry each oh. <laughs> they're walking together with a bag <laughs> that's that's one of the greatest stories i ever heard i love that i could just fucking kurt kurt was so good kurt, did they know it was always Kurt? No, because I I used to mess around a little bit. <laughs> oh, uh huh. Oh, the truth. You know about your, your boy Greg and Ganya. Yeah. Man, he would he would he'd be sitting there with that damn pencil like we on promo days. We sit there and do interviews for all the talents coming. He's writing them off, checks them off, writes them off, and look like a fucking lawyer. Can write them. When he would leave the room, I'd get him and take it to pencils. There were pencils, and I'd take it. There's old Nikki. <laughs> Look at Sean with no hair. Look at <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not sort of that way now, but I, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> There's old Nick. Nick right now, Marby. Oh, all right, I'm switching gears again. I was going to tell about sharpening down the pencils down to, to the eraser. And he, and Greg would come in and he's like, what the fuck? I don't think I did that. And then he'd leave again, come back with the next pencil. Same thing. The three or four of them. And then he finally, God damn it, Marty. I didn't know it was me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's either you or Kurt or Sean. Okay, so Kurt, me and him were boys, man. We're brothers. Uh, he man, I miss him. Of all the deaths, they all hurt. They all hurt. His probably was the most um, for me. And, but he one time he told me I went to the bathroom at the studio, you know, where we did our promos. Uh, he, he's like, Marty, Marty, go in the bathroom, look in the last stall. I'm like, okay, I have no idea what I'm gonna see, right? Like, am I gonna look at turd? I mean, what am I doing? I went in there and it was Nick Bacher because eight by ten, you know, picture floating at top because you know a piece of paper will stay on top and shit over it, <laughs> shit on it. All you could see was Nick Bachwinkle, world champion, at the bottom. It was that was written on there, <laughs> and I'm sitting there dying laughing, and I hear Kurt because Nick had just came up all the damn luck. Nick come up, he goes. Marty's in there doing something. I don't know what he's doing. I'm like, what? God damn it. <laughs> and then Nick comes in. I'm like, hey. <laughs> I ran by. And then here, Marby. Just Marby. <laughs> Get on the world champion. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, they actually, I love it. I, yeah. So when you guys came in, when after Sean came up after you did. Yeah, I was there for three months, uh, three or four. And yep. they asked me if I wanted to do a tag team. Would I do a tag team? I'm like, yeah. Well, because that's what I had done, you know, previous when yeah. I was in Kansas City. So um, in my conversations with uh, with Donna in the control room, um, she lays claim that she actually gave you guys the name Midnight Rockers. It was a combination of. No, it was it was Kurt. Uh, actually, again, Kurt Henning came up with it. Kurt did. Yes. Uh, well, one night we were partying. I was told all these years is wrong. You know, how's Donna? She used to be pretty. Is she still pretty? I haven't seen her haven't since her first funeral. I bet she's still pretty. But, um, yeah, we was in uh, uh, Las Vegas, you know, because we did the, every, every third week uh, TV tapings. So one would be live and then two would be taped. And um, the, she, we were out partying one night and Leon White, you know, Van Vader, uh, he he just got in the air territory, um, and he goes, or he was hanging out with us. He wanted to hang out with us, and 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 he said, "What? Well, I heard these guys like to party. What the fuck? They're not partying." And Kurt said, "They don't start to midnight." <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, sure and then the song, then that song came on. Though that's when we knew, holy shit, midnight rockers living after midnight. <laughs> That's how all that came in. It was Kurt, Kurt and Leon. I mean, you can give him credit because I thought y'all said these guys party. Yeah. You was the problem. We partied Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Come Friday, we're tired. <laughs> it's Friday. Everybody's ready to party. We burn out, man. Goddamn. <laughs> hey, that's not a bad track record, though. That's pretty damn good. That's that's a good percentage of partying. Hey, Joe, we got to fast forward. Because listener to Marty here, this is just yes, we'll mess us up. <laughs> well, no, we gotta we gotta talk about Joe. You were there in the studio. Ah, the first Joe, I can't believe you knew Donna. What do you mean you can't believe? I was I worked in the flipping control room for six years. With no, you wasn't with what? What's the redhead's name? Remember the redhead guy? Oh, that uh, Mike Shields. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you worked with him. Joe was right there the whole time, Marty. I was Holy directing shit. your interviews. I was running cameras. In fact, let's get to Mick's point. It hey, was, didn't, didn't Eric Bischoff run cameras at one time? No. Uh, Eric just, well, you know what? On occasion, he may have had to step I think he did once in a while. But no, Eric was pretty much just in the background. But yeah. the story that Mick is referring to was okay. a birthday party or a birthday not a party oh with the girl you know i was i was actually i was i was actually i don't want to say this because you know larry jabisco married her um but i was kind of sort of <laughs> maybe all the way oh wow. i can't say this on camera i was fucking kathy ganya kathy wow. ganya um, which, you know, Vern's daughter and, and she got so upset that day because Sean bought me a birthday present and it was a stripper and she came in and one thing led to another in front of all the boys and the cameras are rolling, <laughs> the cameras, were, you know, you know how you, um, 
I was <laughs> I was running the camera on that one. That was you. I was on. Camera. Okay, I do remember yeah. you now. It took it took a minute. Remember yeah. that girl? She just went right down to her knees. Like what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I ain't, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say stop. <laughs> Man, and she did. Was she upset. Was... Kathy Shields was upset. Pat Sable. Oh, uh, and Kathy was real mad. She started cussing her dad out. What the fuck kind of shit are we doing here? I don't got that fuck shit, fuck shit, fuck shit, fuck. Wow. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I can't remember. Let's see. It was, I believe, it was Sean that ended up tackling Vern on another occasion. It was like a, a from behind, just to be able to take down, down. Yeah. Vern. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I remember. That, that, but that, I hate to say this, but that sounds like Sean. Yeah, well, <laughs> Marty, if you remember when you came into the AWA offices, you had to turn right, and then there was a little yeah. room area there. Yeah, the studio. Yeah. There's the studio. Vern yeah. was walked. We were having a break. Vern was walking, you know, to go back to his office or to go take a piss or whatever. And Sean goes, watch this, watch this. He's just oh. eyeing up Vern, waiting until there's an opportunity, goes and tackles him from behind. And, and I got fired. Leg. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, Vern didn't get hurt, but it was, Vern was. Oh, man, he, he, he hated me and Sean because we did play. Do you know for Nick Bockwinkle was a champion for so long? And you know, we were young, man. We didn't see it Nick's way. I mean, I love Nick to death. I wish he was still alive. Um <laughs> there's there's that damn song we had to do. Rush Rock Rumble. <laughs> yeah, man. I ain't got no rhythm. <laughs> I found out during that song. But I don't know who wrote it. Please tell me you didn't write it. No. Okay. No. <laughs> who, who did write that song, Joe? Um, it's on the uh, on the forty-five. Sorry, I'll have to look that up. It was some <laughs> local artist in Minnesota that wrote. Oh, it. real? Okay. Yeah. Well, he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, yeah. I got to tell you, I got to tell you this story because. Okay. I, what you I got? Was, what I you got, doing, John Fogarty? <laughs> yeah, I, I was doing the ring announcing, you know, in in eighty-seven. Just for a do couple you, of months. Do you remember Ken Resnick? Of course. Yeah. Of course. But I like Ken. So, so you and you and Marty or you and Sean were coming back. You were you had a break from the AWA and you were going to be yeah. coming back the next <laughs> month. So Vern tells me before the show, yeah. he says, at intermission, I want you to go out and I want you to announce that this big at a big holiday show is coming up, and I want you to really pump that the Midnight Rockers are going to be returning to the AWA. So, okay, you know, I, I can do that. So it comes in remission, and, you know, the crowd is, you know, still there. They're kind of milling around a little bit, and I said, you know, uh, we're going to be coming back for the rest of the taping. But first I want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this big holiday spectacular next month right back here at the showboat. And I'm, I'm going over the card, and I'm saving you guys for the last and I said, and returning to the AWA, Shawn Michaels, Marty Janetti, the Again, I, and the, I, the, the, the crowd pops, okay? Because you guys are coming back. I think it was getting Midnight Express. Is that when we won the no, belts? Yeah, 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 that's right. And Vern is sitting right next to me, 
and I look at him, and he's fucking, he's beat red. He's got smoke coming out of his ears, and I don't know what he's mad about. So I said, Vern, what's wrong? He said, why the fuck did you have to call them Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty? Why did that's you our, have to fucking name? say the Midnight Rockers? I said, Vern, because that's who they are. He Real. says, it's guys like you that cost me millions of dollars. No, that ain't why. Can you imagine that? <laughs> And, the, and, and I, so I blame you, Marty. I blame no. oh, okay. you. Okay, I'll, I'll throw it I on mean, here. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just incredible. He got pissed off because I mentioned you guys by name. Yes, yeah, I mean he. Them. That's why we ribbed them so much because they were out of touch. Oh. Nick, when Nick Bockwinkle was the champion for so goddamn long, yeah. I mean, we, I, I got a little bored one day at the studio. You might remember this. Oh, one, shit. Uh, oh, Joe, Joe might remember Nick. Um, his belt disappeared. <laughs> oh, no. Do you remember that side door at the studio, Joe? Yep, go on. Uh, up, that yeah. side door and threw it on the roof. And it was fucking, this is a shocker. It was snow. It was in Minneapolis. It was snow. So it got covered forever. And it was on oh. that roof, and he had no belt. He was going to cities. They did not buy a belt right away to replace it. So he was a champion with no belt. Oh, <laughs> World champion, where's your belt? <laughs> it's on the roof. And then finally, fi yeah, finally in like April or May when the snow melts, the maintenance people on the roof are like, oh, there's a fucking belt. <laughs> wow. Oh my God! Boys that, will be boys. That's all that I is, got to uh, say. And Oak John, in his first book, you know, his second book's all religion, and, and God bless him. Um, but his first book, he's like, I implored Marty not to do it. Bullshit, bitch! Oh. You was watching the door, so nobody would see me do it. <laughs> Fuck, you were a part of it. Yeah, God damn it. innocent in the midnight rockers, even broken apart. Those words never go together. You guys pulled some <laughs> shit back in the day. Yeah, we don't do that that much anymore. That much. <laughs> I'm glad well, you called that part. Marty, I got to ask you, you know, because you, you, you talked a little bit about Vern being out of touch, and certainly he was, you know, the business. Oh, yeah, you know, you felt bad for him. Yeah, but so so when you and Sean come in and you're doing the party thing and you're like this whole Wait, I got to time you out. Can I time you out real quick? Yeah, sure. Soda, soda. Is that short for, is that what they say about Minnesota now? It, it, it's short for, well, it's because I can't spell Minnesota, so I just did the soda up there. Why can't you spell it? It's pretty easy. Oh, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, go ahead, go ahead, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, when Vern, when you guys came into the AWA, and Vern is such a traditional guy, and he's relying on Nick, and he's relying on all the, uh, the old veterans like Crusher and Baron and what have you, that had to be a real shock for him. So in, in your everyday dealings with Vern, what he would see you in the ring and see what you could do and how you could perform, how did he interact with you and Sean? Uh, I think that uh, Marty got disconnected here, guys. I bet. See, it happens every yeah, time see, I mention Vern go. Gagne. See, that's that's the problem right He's there. costing us millions of dollars right now. Vern got even. Right now, he got even. Look at that. He pulled the plug on Marty. 
Oh my God. That, that might be, you talk about long-term booking. There is the payoff right there. There's that's, the payoff uh, right there. I want to, I want to know something, Chris, because you're, you're kind of the head honcho here. Yes. Why in God's name did we prepare a Google document <laughs> with bullet points for this show? I, I have no idea. And I put up the Wrestle Rock picture and I didn't mean to put up the Wrestle Rock picture. I put up the wrong one and I'm like, well, eventually it doesn't matter. It. No, like nothing on this matter. But this is right. This is kind of what we had expected when we uh-huh. were going to get Marty on. But it's it's what Marty remembers, you know, and these are the stories that we want to hear. So I think it's I think it's great. Hey, great. I don't I don't. Yeah, I don't know what happened right then. I'm about to shoot my roommate. <laughs> but the, it went dead for a second. I was looking at all y'all, and then it just went black. That's, and, I, that's, and then I thought I saw my neighbor. Go ahead and ask the question again, Mick. So yeah. So the question again, right? Hey, are y'all okay with uh, about Vern Gagne? If Vern is setting his ways, dealing with the old guys like Nick and Baron and Crusher and whatever. Yeah, you know. So you guys come in with this new style, and you got over immediately. The ladies love you. How did Vern react to that? Did he was he adapting? He, to well, this? he he didn't. Remember when I was telling you about the locks? Yeah. He he. We had a meeting one day. He was so pissed off. He goes, and and we're in that little. Remember that office, Joe? Joe you remember, remember that office? His office. With that the, whole, with the the little, little fucking room, and you got like 20 people in it. <laughs> and you got John North's big ass in there. <laughs> All right, so, we, 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 so we're in there, and he's talking. Yeah, it's working. It's working. Thank you. Uh huh. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's working. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you got all these motherfuckers in there, and Vern's going off on us. And he fucking, I'm tired of his fucking locks. I get locks, 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 locks. I get fucking locks. If I hear one more lock on one bag, I'm firing all of you. And then he grabs a suitcase to get up and leave. Oh, no. It's, it, was locked to the, it was locked to the drawer. Oh, 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 no. Wow. Well, you know, but Vern, at that point in the AWA, Marty, I mean, yeah, you guys are ribbing the shit out of everybody, but mm-hmm. Vern had to realize you guys were making money for him, you know, with, with Rose and well, well, let me tell you my experience. Um, when I went there, you know, remember I moved up, you know, moved up, <laughs> I'm going up. Yeah. Um, when I first got there, the Freebirds and Road Warriors, were the main events, and they were selling out Denver, L.A., San Francisco, because um, we did a lot of shit on the West Coast, um, Baltimore, uh, Chicago. We were selling out everything, and then the road warriors left, and it went in half. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then, yeah. then it was half full, half full, half full, and then the Freebirds left, and it's like quarter, a quarter, oh. a quarter. And when the Freebirds left, it was it was pretty much over. And I'm like, God damn, man! <laughs> wow. I made this. I made this. I caught the career movie the wrong goddamn time. <laughs> but, but Marty, you're talking about Rose. You remember Rose. that, right? Well, I do. So I started my the first interview I ever did. Yeah. Was Garvin and Regal and uh, Precious? They had pretty just good. taken the straps off of the Road Warriors the night before. So that was wait, Mike Moran's calling. Well, I should have had my phone off. Let me, let me tell Mike hi. 
We got to get his ass back on. Who, Mike? Yeah. Or get him on. Hey, say say hello real quick. Hello. <laughs> Hi, right, Mike. So. We're live and in color. You big stiff. We're still doing the podcast. What are you calling the guy for? Doing a run in, Mike. <laughs> We're doing we're doing a podcast, and you got a hundred thousand people listening to you. <laughs> All right, oh, let me call you back. Let me call you back. All right, All right. bye. Where can I watch it? I don't. I, I don't know. Say again. Where can I watch the podcast? Yeah, where can I where can I watch the podcast? T- tell them we'll, we'll email them. We'll take care of them. <laughs> yeah, they're being recorded. We're not live. Live the broadcast. They'll no, no, no email it to you, bro. Sure. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. I so, thought he would have DM me. Like, oh. <laughs> Mike doing a run in. What the hell? He, like, he's doing a run in, and nobody told him that, to. That, yeah, that, actually, that, that actually wasn't Mike. That was my co host. Ah! Oh, it was. Oh, and we're putting the heat on Mike. Oh, we're putting the heat on Mike. Oh my God! Yeah, he always saying I'm like, <laughs> hey, that's all right. What's the difference? He deserves to get the heat anyway. Yeah, you called. <laughs> you, yeah, you had all day to call. You called right now, Joe. You were talking about Rose and Summer. Yeah. So, so Marty, you're, you're that was the about, best, wasn't it? You're talking about the Freebirds leaving and the Road Warriors leaving. Yeah. I, I said this on this podcast and to anybody that I've ever talked to about wrestling. One of the greatest about it. Every anybody that'll buy me a drink at the bar. Are you are you married? Yes. Three kids and a guy or girl. (laughs) Yes. And okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that match in Las Vegas that really started even though you guys wrestled in Wrestle Rock, that match in Vegas where you, Sean, blood, and the blood match, yeah, the, the match. blood match, yeah. that the, the that it still stands. They still oh. show that. I mean, we were. Let me tell you what Buddy Rose did. Is that Buddy? Let no, me tell you know. what Buddy did. Buddy, uh, is that Buddy's big ass? Doug Summers. That's Doug. That's Doug. The juice, know. Gary Derusha, juice yeah. in the background. Yeah, I miss. I loved him, man. We did so much cocaine together. And I shouldn't. I shouldn't have told that. But I mean, we. I mean, we don't do that that much anymore. No, but we, we used to that much. <laughs> you heard that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but <laughs> during that blood match, you're talking about. Buddy got me down. He's like, he's wiping forehead. What are you doing? And he's putting it on him, and he's like, "I gotta make it look like I'm bleeding." Oh. No, bitch, cut yourself! God damn it, we all cut ourselves, and you gonna take my blood and put it on you? So <laughs> here's what yeah. I remember. So what I remember about that: there was a yeah. follow-up match, cage match at the, I think it was yeah. um, the Met Center, but he was the only one. Oh that yeah, that yeah. night, and you guys didn't. It was like. I remember I'm sitting there running camera for it. It, it was at the Metrodome, or not Metrodome, uh, Met Center. Center. Yeah. And it was like paybacks. So it's like I, I could hear the three of you going, It was a cage match. You, yeah. buddy, you juiced this one. We bled <laughs> last time. It's your turn to do it. <laughs> Marty, I got to ask you about uh, Sherry Martell. Oh, no. You asked John. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, let's. You know, above, yeah, there above you and go. Beyond that, <laughs> above and beyond that, uh, 
the the interaction with with you guys you get above and beyond that Sherry, i mean she was sherry was just extraordinary she was our sister she was we considered she looked out for us you know when we would go out to the dam you had to show that picture <laughs> when we would go when we would go out to the clubs she would say y'all guys don't understand I work around great looking guys all day long and I got to go to this club and see fucking wimps. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, man. Wow. Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. You know who else was crazy? It was kind of crazy in a fun way was Luna Vachon. Oh man. Oh my God. That girl was rough. She would go, we'd go to a bar, right? And and guys would flirt with her. She goes, "Ah, uh, you think you want to fuck me? Yeah, let me see if you can fuck me." She would twist the shit out of her nipple, twist the shit out of her nipple, and then punch them. They would always walk away. <laughs> well, that's kind of romantic, isn't it? That's yeah, well, well, I get. I guess it got them off her. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever works, I suppose. Marty, <laughs> I got to ask you this now, and and you you, you got to let me set this up. Okay, so a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks before Wrestle Rock, yeah, Sherry actually went to a a local independent show in Minneapolis as a fan, as a spectator, and it was a dry bar. She wasn't allowed to, you know, go in there and drink, and she just wanted to see an independent show. Well, of course, Sherry got schnockered, boom, boom, boom. She didn't care if it was a. Would you say schnockered? Or something like that. Yeah, something. (laughs) And so on the way on the way out of the building. Sherry takes a, a bump on her knee because it's it's rain and sleet and <laughs> snow and everything else. We, yeah, get, always. We, get, we get Sherry back to her place, and she I don't remember if it was you or Sean. One of you guys, because Sherry told us the next day, called her up and said, Sherry, they, t- they were filming that independent card that you were at tonight, and Vern saw it, and he's not happy. And I he, told her, what are you doing? Oh, no, it was you. I was it, trying to help her. You trying to help her. The The woman got so freaked out when she hung Yeah, up I mean, what are you <laughs> thinking? God damn, you don't think that, man, do you see the cameras? <laughs> There's cameras. That should she, tell you something. Marty, she threw us out of her place. She said, but get, get out of here, blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, she got mad? Oh, she got mad. But then the next day she said, and now I remember it was you, she said, I found out it was Marty Gennetti and he it was a rib and there were no Oh no no that wasn't a rib no, Oh not that I know of You no. must have you must have called her down by telling her it was a rib because she was just like No I was she telling her she was down. in trouble Oh Jesus <laughs> I'm telling her you're in trouble bitch Oh God she was No I wouldn't like, call her a bitch I, I mean I didn't mean that but you no, know what no, I, mean. no. I, I I know you didn't I mean, she was she was so freaked out. God love her, but man, that goddamn! How do you make that? You know who else made dumbass decisions? Was Medusa? Remember her? Oh yeah. Uh, oh my God, she did dumbass shit. Look, you gonna work here, or you gonna do monster trucks? You gonna work here, or you gonna do Playboy? I mean, you got to pick one. I mean, I don't think Burns gonna just stupid contracts back then were one sided. Everything for the company. Y'all remember that? You remember that, Joe? I mean, everything, we get this, we get that, we get this, we own you, we own you, we own you, we own you. Well, what the fuck I'm signing this for? What do I get? There's not a goddamn thing in there that says what I get. (laughs) Fuck. 
and you didn't get nothing. You know, you know what it was was, and I keep looking down. I'm sorry, I'm looking down, but my camera's up there. But but I'm looking at y'all, so I'm looking downwards. Um, I'm not looking down on y'all. I didn't mean like that. (laughs) But but oh man, goddamn, Joe, you you must have signed one of those contracts. No, I didn't have to because, I mean, A, I wasn't going anyplace, but I wasn't one of the boys. They weren't going to market me. Boy, oh, yeah, they did want to trap you down. That, that's what it was. They wanted to so you don't go to WWE or yeah. at the time WWF. The only contract of any of the boys or, yeah. or girls yeah. that um, I heard anybody liked was Kurt. And it was right before. Oh, he got three thousand a week. We were all like, "God damn it, give me half of it." Kurt, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt was making a shit ton of money, and I asked him why he stayed. He goes, "I get to stay home close <laughs> to my wife and kids. I'm making a shit ton of money. Vern's gonna run out of money, and I'm going I, to go to Vince at some point." He goes, "Why wouldn't I milk this?" Not to mention, he's only working about ten days a month. Yeah, that's how we did sixteen at the most. Yeah, and 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 here's the thing with Kurt. I'm not going to tell you who messed around, but I'll tell you who didn't. Kurt was one of the brothers that didn't mess around the road. I mess around because I'm single. I mean, I mess around every night, um, even now. And and Kurt never did. Macho Man never did, but he had his wife with him. <laughs> but um. Um, Owen Hart never. There was only a handful of guys. I got nothing against none of them. That's my brothers. You know, I love my brothers. Um, I just didn't like seeing it though. You know, if, especially if I got to meet the family. Now I got to see you being with somebody else, man. But that's guys, man. One thing that people don't understand. And on my show, Party with Marty, um, uh, there's going to be a segment called "The World According to Marty." And I'm going to use scientific fact, and this is scientific fact. This is scientific. I ain't making this up. Um, at the beginning of you know, human, guys were given extra testosterone. So to keep reproducing, reproduce, reproduce, reproduce. So the species would survive. And then it survived, and we grew a conscience. Like, no, you can't be fucking everybody. The bullshit, I can't. I got the same amount of testosterone. <laughs> hey, it's science. It's, it's, it's a, yeah, science. I, I didn't make it up. <laughs> I'm glad about it. <laughs> Marty, I, I want to ask you, you you mentioned the, the contracts with the AWA and how it was all one-sided. So when you went to WWF, WWE, how did the contracts work there? Thing. Same motherfucking thing. We were young and dumb and just said, we're going WWF. Yay. No, Ninja, you're getting fucking cheated. Because <laughs> when you sign it, there's nothing at first. I mean, it's changed now. But at first, it was nothing about royalties. Um, it was nothing. Well, it was actually. Is you get one point, you get zero, zero, five percent. Wow. Damn, that's, that's not even a nickel on a dollar. I mean, it's, it's, it takes $10 to get that nickel. Um, and, and, and nothing guaranteed. Nothing like your mid-card, you're going to get this much. Your opening, you're going to get this much. You know, it's up and down according to where you were on the card. Okay. And who's to say what that show made? If it made 100000 how the fuck you going to know? <laughs> you just got to go by that word. 
so that's why they finally now get you know solid rates and they should they should have back then but they were taking advantage because you got to remember wrestling came out of carnivals right right and it was just a hustle so so interesting point there you were talking about so if you're a mid-card guy you're gonna get x period and if you're you know sean michaels well and it wouldn't be the same if the house was low you got lower you know mid-card guy okay but here's where where Vern screwed up do you remember the wrestle rock rumble sure i there was 38 we had never had a crowd that big Thirty-eight thousand people and our paychecks were the same as when we go to Denver and there's 15,000 people. How's that fucking work? And then they told us, oh, there was, and Greg Gagne in particular, <laughs> there's that, there's that damn picture. <laughs> I actually, it was very enjoyable though. But, um, and I'll tell you another story about Sherry during that show, but real quick to finish this last open end story was, um, Ver, uh, Greg in particular told us, Oh, there was people outside selling um, scalping tickets. They were paying, they were, they were getting money for nothing. We didn't get none of that. Man, get your ass. <laughs> Take your little narrow ass and walk out there and tell somebody else. Man, <laughs> fuck. But on, a, on one of the, you know, we talked about Sherry. That's the girls today are fucking unbelievable. They're as good as the guys. Yeah. It didn't used to be that way. It used to be embarrassing for us to see the girls wrestle because we're like, oh, my God. You make it obvious it's a work. <laughs> but the girls today, holy shit. But Sherry, as tough as the girls are today, and Sherry and Luna are two girls I doubt these girls today would fuck with. Wow. Um, Sherry, Sherry did a crossbody. She had it was Candy Divine, remember her? Sure. Candy Divine. She she dropped down, you know, as she come for a cross body. She went over me and Sean are sitting and Medusa. Medusa we almost dated for like 13 minutes. And and but so we're watching. She cross bodied over the top rope. That's hard to do already. Over the top rope and hit the, the, the we didn't have mats yet. They were oh. stupid. I mean, you got mats around, it's concrete. And you hear, oh, yeah. And we're all like, she's dead. And she got right up and crawled back in the ring. We're like, holy fucking shit. That's a bad bitch. Oh, <laughs> she was, she was tough as nails. She didn't take she, any she was. anybody either. I mean, she no, was no, man. Gorgeous. God, Sherry was beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's the crazy part. Did she look good? And we'll whoop your ass. <laughs> well, could you get a better combination than that? <laughs> that's great. Mark, I got to ask you. So you guys, you know, you the Midnight Rockers became huge in the AWA. You guys went and did a run for Vince. And then you came back to the AWA. What the hell was that like when you guys... Because we, you know, they they kind of... Well, because the whole damn money, you know, the whole money thing. They wanted us to drop the belts to Bad Company. If y'all remember them, it was mm-hmm. Pat Tanaka. And what a great team. Yeah. What a great-ass team. And Pat and I are like best friends today. Um, if you ever go to the Party and Marty show, watch that one. Watch that one with Tanaka because it's a laugh fest. He's such a good guy. Um, 
but but you know at that point sean and i were top dogs and they were like yeah we're gonna lose the belt because we just we spent a year chasing buddy rose and doug summers and then we're gonna drop the belts overnight we're gonna drop the belts to bad company what the fuck? <laughs> what the? What was the, what was the reason? Oh, we just get a weird win. What the fuck sense does that make? So you know, we kind of raised up a little bit. Said, "You sure you want to do this?" And I was able to call WWF um, Terry Garvin, good friend of mine, and we had rest his soul. Um, and I called, I called him and said, "Hey, man, that fucking is over." And he goes, "Don't you do nothing. Don't sign nothing, because they they wanted to sign again." Now, nah, hell no. You signed it again. You just, what the fuck was that? That made no sense. <laughs> I mean, it was total loss. I mean, AW, uh, AWA was a sink, sinking ship anyway. Yeah. You, you, you know that, Joe. At that time, it was a sinking ship. Yep. Uh, so we, we, we wanted to get off anyway. And you gave us a reason. <laughs> Thank you, bitch. <laughs> so, so you go to Vince, but then you end up coming back. Oh, well, yeah. So we went and, and we got fired in one day. <laughs> Let, who, whose luggage did you lock? Here, here's, no, it wasn't even, it wasn't even oh. that. What it really was, 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 it was our first day in, new new kids, right? And Hacksaw Duggan and, and uh, Iron Sheik had just got, it was in the USA Today paper, everything. Yes. They, they were riding together you know, with cocaine. <laughs> so so he was, Vince had a meeting. They said, Vince has never had a meeting with the boys before. This is different. So we're sitting in our first day, right? We're sitting in, and you know, we don't know it's the first day, but okay, what? And he's sitting there, wrestling has changed. It's not a six pack and a blowjob no more like it used to be. And I was I was getting depressed when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, he really said that. He okay. really said that. It's not a six pack and a blowjob no more. We're as big as in uh, NBA basketball. We he didn't try to put us up there with the NFL yet, but he put us with basketball. We're as big as the NBA. Okay, that's cool. All right. So we start dress, you dress right, you act right. That night we went out and fucked up in the club. <laughs> we didn't really fuck up. It was Jimmy Jack Funk, man. He got mad because I left with his the girl he'd been seeing. I didn't know. I was new. How am I supposed to know that's your rat? <laughs> what? I'm so glad we got you on this show. I, I really am. So so Vince finds out about this and then that's oh yeah so then so next day <clears throat> he actually <clears throat> and, and the worst parts we had to work with Jimmy Jack Funk and one of the conquistadors and and, and Jimmy Jack's like we'll see you in the ring tonight and we were scared I was scared I ain't scared of nothing but goddamn I would I don't want to have a bad match you know the first first time in I mean I will fucking stroke you up I ain't worried about that but if we don't want it to look like that for first national, now you're national. You went from ESPN, which has got a lot of states, to national coverage, actually international. Sure. And 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 we got to we going this is how we're going to start. God damn. <laughs> but but um, and it, the match actually went well. And Jimmy come up and apologized afterwards. Jimmy Jack Funk. Um, what's his real name? Oh, it's uh, uh, 
Jesse Barr, right? Yes, yeah, Jesse Barr. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. He's a good dude. They, they were stressed, man. They were doing 300, uh, not 300. They were doing like 30 and 40. When we got there, we were doing 30, 40, 50 days. And they were saying how it backed off. <laughs> like, what? In a row, 30 days in a row. That's hard to pack for. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's hard to pack for 30 days. Shit. Every day, another city. I mean, you would eat breakfast in New York, lunch in Chicago, and dinner in L.A. <laughs> what the fuck? You know. But, but you know something, Marty, as you look back on it, you mentioned at the beginning of the show how many guys have passed on. Think about, you know, what, what you guys went through, the partying and everything else, and the being on the road all those days in a row, and think of the guys that didn't make it, you know, and, yeah, and my God, you're still here to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I feel guilty. It's like I party way harder than any of them. Road Warrior Hawk thought he was the, the hardest partier. He said, so from maybe Marty. Wow. <laughs> Boy. Hey. He did, did party, though. <laughs> speaking of guys that you partied with, and Joe, I know you you had a question about uh, our buddy Larry We're, we're missing somebody. There's only two of y'all now. Oh, Chris oh, has yeah. just tucked Chris away. Chris takes he, himself off every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, so, so Mick brought up uh, Larry Nelson, the third. I the third love doctor. him, man. He died too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Man, yep. I I love that guy, man. Larry was he was so good at yes. what he did. He would hit that time cue every single every time, time man. He, you know what? <laughs> there was when we wrestled Moorhead. Um, I think it was in South Dakota, but it was called Moorhead. Yeah, uh, there's we, a Moorhead, Minnesota too. Yep. Oh, it, 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 it might have been. So when we do the interviews, like if there's a there's one thing we love, the rockers love more head. Oh. <laughs> and Larry go, me too. Oh. <laughs> that, oh, man. Chris, can you get that picture now? Now look at well, look at you guys. You look like you're right out of grade school. There, my God. We were and young, there, man. Sean's twenty. Here. I think I'm twenty three. Mm. Four, five, right there. Do, do you Man, remember, I used to be built. What the fuck happened? <laughs> do, do you remember Scott Ledoux's nightclub jukebox? Oh, Saturday yes, night? jukebox Saturday night. Yes, yes, because we got in trouble there too. Scott, Scott was going to beat Sean's ass one day because Sean was up on the bar, and, and you know Sean could get. A there, there it is. Uh, I wonder, is it still there? No. It, no, no. Something else now, huh? Something else, yeah. Oh, that place right there, a lot of ladies went home. <laughs> Not alone. <laughs> oh. We had the after the party thing. for Russell Rock. The after party was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right there. Yeah. In fact, the before party, um, we oh. had, you know, you know, when we were advertising and shit, we, we shot a lot out of there. Yep. You know, in, in Larry's book, you know, his autobiography, he talks a lot about, about John, and, you know, he makes no bones about the fact that, you know, he loved partying with you guys. He loved being that third midnight rocker. And he and he kind of was. I mean, he, I'm not going to tell you he did cocaine and shit with us, but he did. I'm not going to tell you that. Well, back then we all did. I mean, you 
you had to keep going. It's like speed. It keeps going, you know. And when you're on the road, all even though AWA, it wasn't like WWE or F, um, you know, it wasn't th- 30 days in a fucking row. Yeah. Because when we were doing the 30s and 40s, yeah, you needed cocaine. And it's, it's so easy, man. You just walk in and look at one shady person in the club, like, hey, bro. <laughs> and then and then five minutes later you got it <laughs> they actually it's called the handshake once they know who you are they always want to love on you so they come and do this give you the smack and then you got a vial and the three ounce vial and three three ounces of cocaine in your hand <laughs> Incredible. yeah Just man vegas was like that every one time we went to vegas and and the dude that was always there supplying um, he had told me and Sean, I got y'all room. We're like, no, they papered room. Don't worry about that. Now I got y'all room. All right. <laughs> Fuck. And we went to the room and it was a surprise for us, right? The table, big round table, right? It was a big S and a big M, Sean and Marty, I guess, in cocaine. It was lined up and he gave us a fucking straw. <laughs> gave us a straw. And I was determined I wasn't going to stop. (laughs) But I got through most of them. I got to the end. I couldn't do no more, man. Sean didn't even get a quarter of his. He's like, God damn. (laughs) Let me get the other side. I can't fly on one wing. (laughs) You know, to hear you tell these stories, Marty, I mean, it's just amazing. And, again, I think back to the guys that weren't quite so lucky, you know. uh, Yeah. Didn't make it, but. As you look back on the time, and you know, because we're an AWA podcast, we'll, we'll focus on the AWA. Yeah. What and, was and, and John Fogarty and John Fogarty? Yeah, <laughs> stand up a little bit. Let me see the bottom of the shirt. Oh, it's it's still it's just a minute. Yeah, oh, it's, cool, uh, there you go. Go to Sock oh. for Credence. There we go. Um, Marty, what was your what was the best experience for you in the AWA? What's what's your favorite memory of the AWA? Denver. Okay. Denver, yeah. because and Kurt Hennig tells the story the best because we had so many women there. I don't know why. I, nobody knows why, but for some reason, I mean, we had women everywhere, of course. Um, but there, they would actually fix my head. Damn, sorry. Um, what does stupid hair do? Um, we we would have women come outside the room, you know, wait out in the hallway of our room. Um, there'll be like 10, 12, no exaggeration, just sitting in the hallway, sitting there partying with each other, you know, sharing drinks and waiting for us to let one girl out and look out in the hallway, like, hey, Georgia, hey, yeah, come on. <laughs> Yeah, Kurt Hennig told him about it best because somebody, you know, like Leon, somebody's, where's the rockers, man? I want to find the rockers because I know they party. Um, and then Kurt said, just push every elevator, like you know, it was it was at the executive tower's end, um, 14 floors. He says, just push every button, open the door, and where you see the lady sitting in the hallway, that's where the rockers are at. Oh. <laughs> man. What you a- know. What a life you've had, buddy! I'm it was it was you. it was different than than my friends. Wow! I remember That's... having to walk past that lineup of girls. You remember my room? 
So I can attest that Mark, I don't know what happened inside. Well, actually, I do. But yeah, do. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you ain't, you ain't shooting. Yeah. yeah that's, that's you know, story. one time, this is horrible. I don't know if I should tell the story, but I, I'll go ahead and take a chance. Y'all bleep it out if you have to. Um, I, I mean, I love, I love all my people. Chris wants to talk, wants to plug your podcast as well. I I know Marty and uh, very successful. So let let's talk about uh, what you're doing. Yeah, man, the party with Marty that right there, party with Marty podcast on YouTube, and we pretty much we try to have fun, um, laugh, you know, because it, you know, it's called the party with Marty. We're not going to be sitting there. One of my I'm not going to say I only got one co-host, but one of my co-hosts. He wants to talk about, you know, critiquing shows and shit. No, no, man. Why why are you going to put people down? It's called the party with Marty. All right. Let's stay on a fun time. So if you watch the Tanaka episode, if you watch the RBD episode, if you watch the Alicia Fox episode, I didn't make sure I said her name right because she likes to be oh, called yeah. Victoria. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you see that. Uh, and you all you can do is we laugh for an hour but that's what it's all about to me why are you here if you ain't gonna laugh right right well not marty i mean it, it, you can listen to a critique of, of wrestling on 800 other podcasts it's all over everybody knows everybody's an expert on the business and giving matches four stars except and me except <laughs> me who's done it all <laughs> you know, but, but i mean but your podcast i mean when, when you when you're talking about the other stuff i mean that is really refreshing you know and, and that's what people want to hear they want to hear the stories they want to have a good time and, and man what better guy to do that than than uh Marty Gennetti and, and, and Joe, and, I know and, you and, had a, and you uh, know who else? Pat Tanaka. Pat, oh, oh we've been through some shit. Me and him are like best friends. We and, have and tried to get Pat on this show. The you know, I'll and, get him on there for you. Get him, get him. Okay. Oh, if you can do it, man, right. I'd appreciate that. We okay, want to we'll get him it. on here. We'll definitely do that. And when you do, ask him about the bricks. The bricks, okay. He'll know. Uh, well, I'll tell y'all now. Hey, Marty, we—I I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about uh, your relationship with Sean um, today. You'd be remiss. I—I I, I have to ask it. It's like, <laughs> so where where are things at with Sean? We're good, man. We're good. Uh, we we hug each other like we do conventions, like signings. Yeah. You know, we see each other, we hug up, you know, like, hey, hey, you know, and, and that's about it. We used to text like kind of office uh, often to each other. Um, but even that slow, you know, the more time you're away from somebody, the more you separate. Yeah. You know, I mean, that goes in everything, every relationship. Well, I, yeah. I got I got to say, I mean, you essentially started with the AWA yeah. at the same time that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a couple of those hotel rooms in. <laughs> I'll just we did, we, you remember we get kicked out of the uh, showboat? <laughs> Which time? Well, the one that was major because that's Vern got mad about that, too. It was all it was was Sean and I was drunk. You know, we were drinking. And we would just throw our bottle up against the door and, and it would hit and fall the concrete for it and bust. And we just kept doing it all night, like, ha, 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 we'll pay for it tomorrow. Ha, ha, throwing it. 
and we almost couldn't get the door open because all the broken glass and and Vern and them got charged for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I, we had to I'm stay across. Correctly, that uh, the next time out we were in Vegas, we all stayed across the cross street. street. The hotel. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> yep. and there, another quick, I remember, and I can't remember if it was Sean leading me to the window or you leading me. To the <coughs> Would the girls, the girls well, doing each other? Well, no, it was it was one of the two of you in there, yeah. and shall we just say the girl didn't need the electric wheelchair to do what the other girl did? But yeah. all of a sudden, there was a. I, I'm outside again. I can't remember which one of the two of you pulled me that. Knock on the window, open the drape, and somebody is going to yes. town. Yes, I didn't know you would. Oh man! You, yeah, you that, that was me standing outside I, the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the brief, and I mean brief, little taste from a distance that I got was more than enough to fulfill my rock and roll. Star and that was just like eighty-six to eighty-eight. Yep. Yep. And Imagine I started, what happened the rest of them years. <laughs> and I didn't start until October 7th of 85. So I was there. Um, I heard all of the Vern bitching stories, uh, the interview days of, God damn it, Marty. Oh, that's him. <laughs> yep. Wow. Marty, I, you know, I know we're wrapping it up oh. here, but I, I got to thank you, man, because. No, thank you, man. I appreciate uh, well, you know, I mean, I, again, people have been asking for you to be on this podcast, mm -hmm. and you are, for whatever reasons, you are legendary in this business. I mean, you really are, man. I mean, you know, to, to think that, you know, the, the heyday of you and Sean as a tag team is, you know, 35, hey, 36 years. I mean, it's, hey, let me, let me tell you about your boy, Mike, one story. Sure, absolutely. You know Mike. Y'all know Mike. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, he loves y'all. Um, let me tell you what that little bastard did to me. We, I was hung over. This is when we first started. We started at the same time, Kansas City. Um, you know, we were going from it's a three and a half hour drive because I drove fast to Wichita, um, and I had a hangover like a motherfucker. And Mike was riding with me, and he's like. Get some apple juice. Get some apple juice. That'll fix it. That'll help it. So I pulled over and got some apple juice, a gallon, big ass gallon. And I'm thinking if it'll fix it, I had to go to the bathroom like 20 minutes later. <laughs> oh. I went, I went, I, I went. Oh man, I didn't turn the phone off. That's Richard. That's one of my college wrestling guys. He's a super guy. Um, uh, so, so I had to pull over the nearest place to shit. And you know that, that, that butt cheek pinch, you know, when you got to go real bad. <laughs> I, I'm doing that in public, man. Well, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to shit my pants. <laughs> and I, I got to the, I got to the stall. I made it to the stall, but when, just as I was bent over, when you pull your pants down, <laughs> Oh no! Sandblasted the whole damn all all three the this wall that wall in the back. I sandblasted it with shit, or, you know, muddy shit. 
And, you know, and, my, and my underwear, I couldn't put my underwear back on. I had to throw my underwear in the toilet. <laughs> and then, and this is only as Gat could have it. This is only fucking Gat look. I, I walk out and some kid goes, hey, Smarty Gennetti. Oh. <laughs> and he's with his daddy. And he evolved. There was four stalls. He oh, went no. into one. I went in. He goes. Oh, Dad, come look what Marty did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mike. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mike. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well, we made it through 100 episodes, Chris. It's, you know. Oh, congratulations, Joe. Oh, Marty, oh, you have been you, Marty. just phenomenal, man. We knew you were going to be great, and you just you delivered. You oh, delivered. You're making, me, you're making me smile. Oh, uh, you, you are, you're incredible. And I said, you're legendary in this business and you are. And, uh, you it's know, not always good, <laughs> but you know what, but, but they, Marty, Gennetti, you know, one thing Al Snow said, and I appreciate it because they, they say it's, it's a, whatever you want to call it, but they say you're the Marty Gennetti of the team. Al Snow always says, you wish you were. <laughs> oh, that is so great. I, I, you know, on behalf of the three, well, I know we all individually want to thank you, but yeah. honest to God, Marty, it's uh, it's been a riot, and I wish you nothing but the best. You y'all, are, y'all yeah. so easy, man. Y'all so easy oh, going. Man, you're one of a kind, and, and God bless you. Hey, what's oh, it doing right now? Is there snow on the ground? Uh, no, not yet. Not no, yet. not yet. It was 50 degrees yesterday. Damn. Yeah, Christmas. Oh, you'll pay for it in about a week. Oh, or two. oh hell yeah! I, I, it could be five minutes from now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, and you know funny. what? I, I never learned. I never knew before I lived there in Minneapolis. Um, you remember Apple Valley? There was a club sure. there. Oh man, it was a great. But there was several. Cattle Company was a great club. Cattle um, Company. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, on four, was it 494 or something like that? Oh, but so, Marty, it's so funny to hear you talk about how we're going to pay for it. Yeah. I think you pretty much paid for it every morning after you woke up with that throbbing <laughs> head. And I'm not talking about, you know, Mr. Lower fella, you know. <laughs> yeah, you um, know what? You got to pay the consequences sometimes. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't have fun. I don't understand this. I don't, you know, I'm not against God or anything like that. I don't even know God. I mean, I talk to somebody every morning, um, but I don't know it's you know, what they painted the picture of some dude up in the air with a white skirt. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> but there is a higher power, and I do thank him, man, because I've been blessed. I know uh, my name is out there like he's fucked up, he's crazy. Yeah, I had a good damn time. I mean, the stories y'all heard wasn't no, wasn't that fun? Oh, no, it's just <laughs> phenomenal. I, I just, I, I really have enjoyed this more than I yes. can tell you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, thank and, you, Marty. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No, this, I thank y'all, man. Great. I thank y'all, Marty. Yeah, it, was a, it was a hell of a business. I was only. Was with the I can't believe you looked in the room with them girls. That was the first time I, th- I think I think that might have been my first time seeing girls do girls. Um, I mean, you I'm still one I'm still... lucky bastard. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 
But I, I was only with it for six years, but I tell you the memories from that time. And it, I, it, it was a good time, man. Career in the business. You, you know, even the music, man, the 80s, the, even the music, everything was so great about the 80s. Marty, stay healthy, take care Thank of you, yourself, man. and have a have a blessed 2024. Thank you, Soda. Good to I see you again, it. Marty. Love you, Marty. Love you all. Take love care, you. man. You, buddy. There all he is. Man. There he is, uh, the one and only Marty Gennetti. Wow. That was, I, I mean, those, you hear the stories, but then to hear Marty tell them, it's completely, you get the context, right? Don't they say context is king? Context matters. And I mean, that's, that was Marty Gennetti. And I think that's why people wanted to hear from him because he's got stories upon stories. Some of them not suitable for children. But that's a lot of them, a lot of them not suitable for children. But that's Marty Gennetti. You you want to talk about and to Marty Gennetti, that's what you got. And I, I, I kind of appreciate him for just being real, no matter where you are or what you're doing. Chris, we've talked about having guests on this show where we we hesitate to book somebody because we think they'll bullshit us mm -hmm. and, you know, they'll put on a facade or whatever. We saw Marty Janetti as Marty Janetti, and we knew that's the guy we were going to get. Uh, you know, nothing he said was surprising to us. No, not at you all. Know, we, we talked about our script, our bullet points. That went out the window as soon as Joe asked his first question. You know, before the, Joe asked the question, yeah, because we do. Like you were, we have a, a Google document. We put notes on there and everything, kind of what we want to cover. And within like two minutes, we could have thrown it out the window. Absolutely. And for those who may have been offended somewhat by, you know, some of the things that Marty said, oh, well, you know, it's uh, it's Marty Janetti. You know, this is uh, not a kindergarten class. And uh, Marty is Marty. And now Sean is Sean. They've kind of gone in a different yep. direction, as you can tell. But uh, what a tremendous way to kick off the new year at show 100 and this will be one to remember. No doubt. No doubt about it. Uh, hey, moving I, ahead. Well, I, I've long, you know, I said earlier about how wrestlers are nothing more than teenagers and grown up men's bodies. Yes. But I've also used the analogy of, I mean, these guys were rock stars. They yeah. had groupies in every town and you heard the shit that they did, that's no different than what the Rolling Stones have done in their day or Led Zeppelin yeah. or, you know, any of those guys. That was, for better or for worse, that's what happened back in those days. Now, I don't know if it still happens today. I I don't want to know. I mean, you, you, you hear yeah. stories and stuff. But in the 1980s, the Midnight Rockers were... Living after midnight, rocking till the dawn. You know, well, and, and young, young guy, you think about it. Young guys in your prime, early twenties, you have access to the the women and the drugs, and and you know, some people would try and hide it, and it's like you own who you are. Like that's what happened, and there's nothing wrong if people know that it happened. You can't change it. So what's wrong with telling those stories? And like, yeah, this, this is my life. Like that was what life was like back then. And there, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not for everybody, but there's nothing wrong with it. 
every generation had something, Chris, you know, whether yeah, it's the, exactly. you know, the sixties, everybody was, you know, not everybody, but you know, uh, pot started getting real, real hot and uh, LSD and acid trips and everything else. And, and then you move on to the seventies and the eighties and the eighties was a wild freaking time. There's no doubt about it. And like I mentioned on the podcast to Marty, he's a survivor. Yeah. Uh, a lot of his uh, compatriots weren't quite so lucky and, uh, you know, left us in their 30s and early 40s and whatever. Uh, Marty's still here to tell about it, you know, by the grace of God. And uh, we knew what we were going to get with Marty Gennetti and man, he delivered. And, you know, if you're a fan, you're probably an even bigger fan now. If you're taking it back a little bit. Hey, you know what? It's it's Marty Jannetty. Marty is like the Keith Richards of professional wrestling. Yeah, that, that's, that's that a is, pretty good comparison. That's it, a good comparison. It is. It is. Yeah. It All the hell, they're either of them are still alive. Thankfully, they are. But yeah. the the stuff that Marty said, that's just scratching the surface, guys. <laughs> I mean, they he they did do that every mm -hmm. single day. Well, because you, oh. I mean, you, yeah, you were a firsthand, I say participant, but I mean, you witnessed it firsthand. So it's not like any of those are. Fa I, I mean, I'm, you know, Marty's a storyteller, but you can back up a lot of that because you were working in the AW, and, and I mean, Mick, you were, you know, you were there too. I, I was there, and you know, uh, was fortunately or unfortunately, I was kind of settled with Rod Trodgard. So, you know, we would go to the, you know, concession stand and have a piece of pie and go to bed. <laughs> but, uh, you know, while Chupik was downstairs, you know, scratching at the walls. But uh, again, it was hey, a great I time. started when I was 20. So I was in my prime at that point too, just yeah, to clarify. Yeah, yeah you sure were. Uh, Chris, I know we want to talk about our, uh, once again, hit the membership stuff because this is, huge yeah we've got a couple things here guys before we we wrap it up in 100 we were going to go a little bit longer and i think rightfully so so uh yeah definitely uh i'm gonna get the uh the membership stuff up here guys uh but we've got a brand new way that you can be involved with the awa unleashed podcast it's a uh, a membership exclusive here guys we got a couple of things number one We'll tell you about the YouTube. Uh, did, let me get it up there because I closed out of the, the link. Okay, there we go. We got two different ways that you want to be involved. Number one, three bucks a month. It Because some of this stuff, the, the resources, it, it, it does cost a little bit of you know a little bit of time, a little bit of coin. You guys want to help us out for three bucks a month. You can see that on the left. You get access to this a day early. You get a monthly video watch along with updated commentary. So think of like a Mystery Science Theater 3000. Plus, you get a, uh, a personalized thank you letter uh, with a sticker of your choice. You can find that at our uh, new website. I'll give that to you here in a minute. You see on the right-hand side, $4.99 a month. So just a couple dollars more. You get the podcast a day early. You get uh, exclusive monthly watch-alongs with the updated commentary. Again, kind of like a Mystery Science Theater 3000. You get a monthly live chat that we'll do. And, you know, sometimes you'll leave comments and we don't get back to it right away. Here's just kind of a monthly, I don't know, like after, we, nothing's off limits, basically. So uh, we've got that. And then you're going to get a, a again, you, you'll get a, a handwritten letter, you know, just a thank you. 
with a sticker and a magnet. And by the way, if you want to find out not just the, the new logo that we've got, we have got uh, several different uh, merch items that have been created. And you can go to the website, tpublic.com slash user slash unleashed at plush. It's right there. We'll also put it on our social media platforms, shirts, mugs, hats, phone cases. Uh, we've got like six different designs. So we've got a bunch of different things that we've just kind of implemented for 2024, trying to be more fan friendly and uh, allow you an opportunity maybe to to make it a little more personal at, uh, at times, because I know people have been asking for a lot of things and uh, finally had a little bit of time to sit back and kind of put all this stuff together. So does that sound, does that sound about right, guys? Sounds right. And it's going to be a great 2024. We have some potential guests coming up uh, that, you know, are, are, are ready to sign the dotted line and be on the podcast with us. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Uh, we are looking forward to the partnership with T Public. We're looking forward to getting a great many of you. So many are so loyal to us and going back and forth with texting and emails and what have you. So this membership opportunity gets you even closer to, you know, to us, uh, your podcast crew. And, you know, in conclusion, we're starting 2024 and uh, 2023 was kind of rough. It was not a great year on a lot of levels. And particularly, you know, those of us in the wrestling business are connected with the business. We lost a lot of people uh, on a national level. And also, you know, locally, the AWA, we lost Sodbuster Kenny J. We lost uh, announcer Doug McLeod. We lost Sheik Adnan LKC. Uh, so it wasn't a great year. Let's make 2024 a banner year for all of us. Everybody stay healthy stay safe and let's do it again let's have the same conversation going into 2025.